Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Deving. I'm Cody Crane. And we're back again another week. Oh, yeah. The boys are back they, in town. They can't stop us. It doesn't matter what they do. We're coming back. And they keep on trying to stop us. Notifications from yeah, Spotify, yeah, yeah. iTunes, mm-hmm. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. They're all suggesting you don't don't do this anymore. I've been getting uh, text messages from Steve Jobs. Uh, I think he invented podcasts, didn't mm-hmm. he? So. Sponsors are coming at us now yeah. just to yeah, uh, yeah, support yeah. us leaving. Yeah, I had Petrocan leave a couple of cans of gas outside, and they're like, we'll send the matches next if you don't stop. <laughs> Petro <laughs> Petrocan's a good sponsor. It's a unique that would be one. Good one. Yeah, the- I'd be fine with that if we had a gas company <laughs> yeah. sponsoring a podcast. Well, you know what? I listen to most podcasts when I'm in the car on the road. Would that make us oil men? It would be. And then uh, you'd be my son, H.W., Ooh, I, I like the idea of being your son, you know, young, spirited. Yeah, deaf. I think he's deaf in the in the movie, isn't yeah. he? Well, I, I, do I have to be? I don't know. I know. I, I know some. How people, far are we getting into it? I feel like some people listening wish they were deaf right now. <laughs> so, yeah, they're already done. Yeah, they're done. They're done. It's like I wish there was a big oil explosion and I couldn't hear anymore. <laughs> Well, we've been uh, taking uh, some uh, viewer, you know, uh, fears lately. Yeah. Discussing them a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so today, one of our listeners Mm -hmm. submitted to us a fear of being trapped in an elevator. Okay. Is that a fear of yours at all? I don't know if it's necessarily if I I mean, I would definitely be an unpleasant experience. I don't know if I'm afraid of it, though. Sometimes. Yeah. And I think I've mentioned this in like other different forms. But like sometimes I feel like if I was heading to work, I I wish that the elevator broke. down. Yeah, I've definitely been in elevators and thought like if this stops right now, I'm going to be here for a couple hours. So I just think I would be bored and maybe hungry or have to pee. Yeah, I'm fine with it, too. But I mean, like, that's the big thing that uh, like quarantine has left me with is just uh, feeling like I was retired and just being happy. It was great. Semi, You know what I fear? I fear sometimes you get in an elevator and it's just musky, you know? It's just musty. Well, I don't want to stay in one. I don't want to be in one. I'm afraid of those elevators. (laughs) I'm okay with like a a new one, you know? Yeah, one of those bright, shiny ones with all those mirrors where you just have four hours to contemplate your own existence and stare at your face. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's great. A mirror. Oh, yeah. yeah, Those mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Looking deep into your soul. I want one of those ones where they're moving and they put the big blankets on the walls and then, you know, you can wrap yourself up and make a fort. I don't know if I'd want to wrap myself up in one of those blankets. <laughs> probably not. I think that's probably the least uh, one I would want to do is the moving. <laughs> someone someone needs it to move, too. And it got trapped. Well, too bad. They have to wait outside. Uh, I'm holding everyone up now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. But it's not all about our own fears and existential crises here because we have a legend here to, with us today we have comedian writer we I have robin duke here <laughs> hello welcome hello am i on am You're i on. here hello. <laughs> hello hello robin thank you so much for coming today well i'm more than thrilled to be here we're we're so excited, Robin. Uh, you are, like I said, a legend. Um, a legend. Yes. Well, that's uh, that's kind of a scary spot to be in. <laughs> that's kind of spooky. That is a good thing, uh, actually. To think that you're a legend. Oh my God, that take brings on a lot of responsibility, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of legends don't take that responsibility. They just kind of do their thing. And that's part of what makes them legends, you know? Well, I take it very seriously. You do, yeah. I'm a legend. I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, go for the whatever you call it. Go for the gold standard mm-hmm. of legend. <laughs> Well, for the folks at home, you're SCTV, Saturday Night Live, Man Seeking Woman, Shit's Creek, responsible for Damien. Yeah, everything that I've ever done, it's all your fault. Um, so if, if... Yeah, I've done an excellent job with you, Damien. Well, thank you. Doing so well. Who would have thought 
mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I would retreat to my home and record uh, I mean, podcasts for several years. <laughs> figure you'd be successful (laughs) i mean it's a you know it's a loose success i guess which which is all i could ask for it's not legendary yet no 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 it's it's something dairy maybe dairy free So now, but yeah, I've 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 known you, Robin. You were one of my teachers at at Humber Comedy. You're still there yeah. now. Um, I know you were. You were God just... help me! Yes. <laughs> you were. How am I doing? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like <laughs> I was there for two years and I got out. You're still there. So I when, know. When I are you going to graduate? <laughs> or do, I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm just going to hang in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have them just keep paying me until. <laughs> they... <laughs> Best I don't do it. know. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yep. <laughs> but oh. I've gotten better. I would say I've gotten better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As a teacher. Yeah. Mm. I th- I'd like to say that. Uh, Damien has high praise for you. So how have you gotten better? How could this be? You already seem perfection. I don't understand. You know, Mm -hmm. it's uh, yeah. Well, that's nice to hear. Thank you, Damien. (laughs) Thank you. Of course. You're always a pleasure to be in your class. And it again, it's part of why we're here right now. So. Okay, great. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to say it like we're being holding you hostage, though. So. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. It is my my you know, it is my summer vacation has just started. Officially, yeah. You're you're uh, teaching over Zoom this year, correct? Yes, I was. And it was very I I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. Um uh yeah. It was good. I taught improv. I taught acting, and mm-hmm. I really felt like the students got more content that they they could, uh, right? You know, expect, and also they got a lot of theory and history mm-hmm. behind what it is that they I wanted them to do. You know, which was not whose line is it anyway? You know, uh, improv has a much richer history. And uh, you can do so much more with improv than one-upmanship or, um, or, or uh, you know, just joke telling. Yeah. So, which is, I'm sure, what you guys are not into. Right? <laughs> uh, sure. I don't know. I mean, none of it makes sense that we do here. So I think okay. we just... <laughs> I took all the rules he gave me and I'm like, we'll think about them. That's, that's, that's kind of... <laughs> Did you take any other lessons after me? Any other improv, Damien? I didn't take anything after. We kind of jumped into this and then, you know, life got in the way. Wow. That's fantastic. I know. It's, I mean, I I get some people listening might not think so, but, you know, we're we're still here. What was the biggest thing you learned? What was the best thing I taught you? Oh, man. See, okay. This is, this is a few years ago now. This is, I guess it's been, what well we've been doing this podcast for six years yeah this is about six before that six years ago now a bit before that yeah um i again a lot of the stuff you're reiterating there that uh it's it's not always just about trying to get those jokes and the one-upmanship um i think you definitely helped with uh with my listening in in improv as well and really trying to um take the offers that are being given here that's what i would say very good. Very good. Okay. I feel like I'm back in oh, class now. Oh, okay, good. Oh, thank God. I thought they were going to revoke my uh, my Humber diploma. <laughs> That's what he's been worried about this whole time is getting yeah. his diploma revoked. I got to find it. I don't know where I put it now. Cody, where did you get your training? Um, I went to uh, Vancouver Film School. So I did all of my stuff there. Um, yeah. My improv class was a lot of uh, my teacher telling me to go to his show. Um, <laughs> and it shows. Yeah. So everything I know is from going to those shows. 
you're like the Mrs. Miller of improv. Do you know who Mrs. Miller was? Do you remember Merv Griffin? I know no. of Merv Griffin. Oh, he was a talk show mm -hmm. guy, right? And in his audience, there was a woman who was always there. And her name was Mrs. Miller. She was always in the audience. And she was like, she's a real person, but she became like a character. Right, so she yeah. was always in the audience. So anyway, you're the Mrs. Miller. Of, uh, there you go. You're like a spinoff from your teacher show. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I guess, I, I mean... My improv uh, teacher kind of, uh, I, you taught me just as much, Robin, just from going to uh, your shows. And we've done uh, Mixed Company a while, long while back together. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was one of the other improvisers. So we weren't on the stage together, but I, I watched you and uh, you were the best. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I'm ready but to go. <laughs> but uh, but, but uh, Robin, I think the people at home want to know: Do you believe in ghosts? Yes, I do believe. You do, yeah, I do. And what you want me to tell a ghost story? If you have yeah. one, that would be great. Yeah, I have an excellent one. When uh, and it's got to do with improv. It's got to do with Second City. Mm -hmm. uh, when oh. I was in Los Angeles, we uh, they opened a, a Second City show in Los Angeles at this great at, at this really old old theater. It was in Santa Monica. I can't remember the name of it, but it was an old opera house. Mm -hmm. And before we we got there, you know, people talked about it. It was it was apparently haunted. So we would come in some nights. We would come in and go backstage, you know, before the show, of course, get ready. And on my little booth, we had little booths that kind of came up to your shoulders, mm -hmm. and then on top of it, you'd put your drinks and your smokes and your. <laughs> your funny hats and glasses yeah and then hang your you know your jackets and stuff below and i would come in sometimes and i'd see uh that somebody had put like opera gloves like beautiful white gloves on my booth in yeah. my booth and weird things like that or a handkerchief or a hat and i'd be all you know who the who put this here you know, <laughs> I want my props organized. These are not my props. Yep. Anyway, whose prop is this? Anyway, so we would find that kind of thing. And uh, one night we came off stage and um, we had all been on stage and just outside the backstage door, somebody had taken a whole bunch of chairs and piled them all on top of one another. And it was like, we we didn't, everybody had been on stage, so mm -hmm. it couldn't have been any of us playing a trick. It wasn't any of the waiters and waitresses. It was just, we don't know what happened. It was just this weird poltergeist oh, thing of chairs. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was, this all happened in this theater. The other one was Richard Kind. Do you know who Richard Kind in is? He's a big actor, you know, is, um, yep. uh, okay, good. You know who he is. Um, I can't explain what he used to be on that show with Michael J. Fox. Anyway, Richard, Richard and I used to do a scene called Ally McGraw. And as the, um, we came after another scene and as the lights were out, we'd be, um, before the scene, you'd have to get into position to go out on stage. And Richard would enter on one side and I'd enter on the other side. And as the lights went down one night or about were about to go down, mm -hmm. I felt Richard standing behind me. And I didn't have time to turn. I just was thinking, why is Richard behind me? We're, we're supposed to go out on stage any minute. Like it was just like it was seconds before we were supposed to go on stage. And uh, it was Richard, you know, I, I, I just felt felt this big, you know, big body. 
And so I asked him, Richard, after he, I said, Richard, why were you standing behind me right before, right before the scene? And he said, I wasn't standing behind you. And he wasn't standing behind me, but somebody was. Somebody mm -hmm. the size of Richard was right behind me. So anyway. Yeah. And then one more time, I felt I got thrown off the stage in the dark, and I ended up on the floor. Thrown off the but stage? But I may have had one too many Robert <laughs> Mondavi. What was it? Robert Mondavi glasses of wine, Chardonnay, whatever. <laughs> That okay. might have been that why that happened. But right. anyway, so there were lots of ghost stories that. Um, well, it sounds like you're at that theater, the Mayfair. That's what it was called, the Mayfair in Santa Monica. Like a fancy opera man ghost coming after you. There was supposed to be a man and a woman. So okay. I think the Duo. woman was putting the gloves on, or maybe the guy was putting the gloves on the on the booth. I don't mm -hmm. know. Anyway. Were you yeah. were you thinking that they wanted to be involved in the improv or that they uh, just weren't liking it? That they were trying to tag <laughs> you in for the scene, but you just wouldn't leave the stage? <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> wanted to be in the show. Who we've, wouldn't? We've definitely talked about uh, in a recent episode about how we think uh, that uh, all the ghosts, because Hollywood is like that kind of area is very haunted. And I'm wondering if all those ghosts are just out of work actors uh, playing ghosts for their demo reels. <laughs> so maybe they're just like failed comedians trying to get stage time by pretending to be ghosts. Get on to ghost hunters. Exactly. We know that uh, Damien does that a lot around here. Too. I do. I do. I find all the reality TV shows and I just I play ghosts. I play. Or, or when you see a film set mm -hmm. in Toronto, you just go go and start acting. I usually go right for craft services, but uh, <laughs> it's got to go start acting. I, I should. I should. Some emoting. I mean, I'm just hoping that if I hang around enough, they'll have me come on to the stage and like, hey, that guy. You know, I want one of those moments where I was just like, I was just hanging around eating a sandwich and the director pointed at me and told me to get out there. <laughs> Did you ever actually believe that that would happen? <laughs> it, it actually has happened to one of our guests before. Yeah, that no. is true. Uh, David Real, he showed up on set of uh, Mean Girls to get the catering and then he became Glenn Coco and people still shout at him to this day. No. Yeah. yeah. Well... There's nothing holding me back now. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely something that you need to do. Yeah. The only thing holding oh, us back are. Me, I might. I do. The only thing holding us back are looks and our talents. So. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It takes neither. We're, we're just hoping for enough money and then we'll be fine. There you go. You have advertising on your podcast? On this, you get advertised. Oh yeah! Do you? Oh yeah! Yeah, we had a big, we had a big uh, manscaped uh, campaign for a while there. So, mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, the, we had coming to America, the se sequel for a while. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, very good. Mm -hmm. Very Boston. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy, of course, which you worked with on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yep, I oh. did. What was that like? I, I I gotta ask that. That's that's such a <laughs> such a crazy person to work with. He I adored Eddie. I adored him. He was the he's just you know. There's a lot of people in comedy that aren't necessarily funny. Yep. Um, they just know how to. Two get of them out. right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're leading to. Yeah. <laughs> But Eddie in a room was genuinely funny. Mm -hmm. And it was always fun to make him laugh and uh, and to hear his laugh. So yeah. uh, I loved I loved working with him. And, you know, he came into my office one day. It was like the first year we were there. We were talking and there are a couple of people in the room. And I remember him saying he wanted to be or he was going to be as big as Elvis. And I remember thinking, wow, that is confidence. That's like, I would, you'd never hear anybody say that in Canada. Yeah. But, um, he just had that. That's, you know, it was just, 
I, I'm going to be as big as Elvis. And he ended up being one of the biggest comedians and actors of all time, too. So, like, I mean. He was a sweet, lovely. Mm-hmm. He was just the best. He was just the best. Really cool. Robin, looking at your uh, career that you continue to have here, too, um, I want to know, like, looking back at everything that you've accomplished and done so far, what is, like, kind of that standout moment for you? Do you have one that's, like... You know what? You mentioned Man Seeking Woman, and I loved doing Man Seeking Woman. I just... um, it felt like a part that was written specifically for me. Mm-hmm. And it may have been Simon Rich kind of said that uh, it he he had me in mind for the character. And um, it was just like I was talking to my son. The, yeah. the dialogue was just so amazing and so good. And uh, that is that was one of the, the best things I'd worked on. It was really fun, really creative and mm-hmm. great cast. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that too, because Simon Rich is one of my favorite authors as well. Like I have all of his books and they mm-hmm. still like, they are just so good at man seeking woman's great. Spoiled brats is amazing. Like yeah. I just love all of his work and you're incredible in the show too. Like, oh, thanks. Well, he's just, He's like just so cool. I mean, he's just the best. He's so funny. He's so not funny, but he's so smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I was getting my master's in creative nonfiction. Oh. Uh, you know, I have a master's degree in creative nonfiction. <laughs> in case you're interested. And I for this master's, I was reading mm-hmm. reading um, Truman Capote in Cold Blood. Yeah. Because uh, it was one of the very first nonfiction books, uh, one of, and so anyway, it turned out that it was Simon's favorite book, one of his favorite books, and so he he gave me George Plimpton's book on on Truman Capote as a gift. So oh, wow. you know, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He was so he's so cool. He's so cool, so great. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And Jay Barishall, I mean, come on. Jay is brilliant and he's like, he reminds me of John Candy in a way that he's so professional, but, but you know, he doesn't suffer fools, you know, he, right. he's, you know, he's just, he's, he's really professional. You would look at and you'd see him talking to everybody on the set. He'd make a point of, you know, talking to everybody and being, you know, outgoing. And no, he's he was cool. He was really cool. He, he's such a cool, unique case of just someone that seems like he completely took control of his career and took it exactly where he wanted it to go. Yeah. 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 And by staying in Canada, God love mm-hmm. him. And I, I know John Candy really wanted to do that. That's why I, you know, often think of them as being the same. Like John mm-hmm. had that dream of being, you know, yeah. of being able to do what he did in L.A., in Toronto, in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I guess it was a, it was a lot harder to do that um, yeah. for a very long yeah. time. I, I think it still is. It still is, <laughs> but yeah. I, it's a it's more of a real possibility today than it ever really has been. Oh yeah, it's it's because of shows like you know Man Seeking mm-hmm. Woman and uh, Shit's Creek, of course, as well. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. it's really opening uh, things up for all of us. Mm-hmm. And yes. yeah. yeah, and if you hear about any parts lying around for, I will. Uh, for... I'll, grab <laughs> I'll grab them for myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and we'd love to come help out. And, you know, like I said, we'll hang out at catering. Totally fine. Okay, good. Yeah, just give us the location for catering. Mm-hmm. We'll take mm-hmm. it from there. Yeah. Well, you can't now on, uh, you can't go in the craft truck anymore. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Okay, well, we'll wait outside and uh, we'll just. The- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we'll get some eggs. We'll siphon some gas, and, 
it'll be a good day, you know. <laughs> well, they have like the drive-through windows, basically. For oh, like trucks, a food truck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. it's like a food truck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that'd be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I'd be like, how do I get my eggs out of here? But then they have a window. It, it's so much better to me than getting cramped up into there. Yeah, those little yeah. trucks were. Mm-hmm. I guess it's nice wow. if it's like raining. Mm-hmm. And it's the best because like. Well, I mean, I guess you could do it before, but like I know the last time I was on, I asked for uh, four sandwiches and I just uh, took them home. You know, but... you asked for four sandwiches. I was hungry. I wanted to take them home. Did they give you a look like what the fuck is wrong? With no, you? I think they just assumed that, you know, he's given these out to other people. <laughs> yeah. But I went to my hotel. I put them in the fridge. I'll Save take a more. platter, please. It's for me and the boys. <laughs> And you just dump them in your bag and leave. <laughs> and they were thinking, what a good guy. He's getting yeah. stuff for everyone. <laughs> and everyone's coming. And it's like, we ran out of sandwiches. The crew is starving. You could go out and get subs. Like yeah. submarine. That's what mm-hmm. I always thought with submarine sandwiches when they said they were getting subs. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's like... No. Oh, where are the subs? I thought they were getting subs. <laughs> oh, anyway, a bad joke. <laughs> well, on that note, we got a story to tell. We all drew positions Uh-oh. beforehand. Robin, are you ready for this? Barely. Barely. This is how we feel every week. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't um, improvise. I teach improvising. What? <laughs> That's fair. That's Different fair. muscle. We don't necessarily improvise here either, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, just give us notes after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I that, will. <laughs> people might be here for it, so. Yeah, Damien's very nervous that uh, his degree's on the line with yeah. this story. Yeah, and... I feel like I'm going to get a phone call from uh, Andrew Clark, and <laughs> he'll be like, listen, pal, we're refunding the money. We're taking your diploma back. <laughs> but I could really use the money, so actually it might be a good thing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm the narrator. Yes. And we'll we'll come right back to that. Let's figure out what uh, Cody you drew the swing. No That's responsibility right. in the story. I can do whatever I want. So that means I drew the celebrity. So for that, we're going to go to a random celebrity generator. We're going to get four options. And at some point in the story, I have to appear as as that celebrity. So who are my options? So, OK, your options are uh hunter s thompson okay yeah that's a good one uh vince lombardi uh he's a football guy right yeah uh joe montana also football football guy (laughs) and edgar Allan poe okay football and authors okay that's uh and then two times football okay um (laughs) you're just writing football down there yeah i'm just writing football (laughs) i'm not sure who i want to do yet i'm gonna see how this story plays out a little bit all right but for the narrator, Robin, we're going to go to canigeta.com, where you can choose either a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get the story started. So what would you like today? A where, a location. Location. A bodega or convenience store. So a convenience store. Okay. It gave like three different slashes here, but it's just a convenience store. <laughs> They're making it too complicated. Okay. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while... Uh, doing planning and do, mm-hmm. and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. 
It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. Now what? All right. Well, however you would like to start the story. Oh, no. Come on. I got to start this sucker. (laughs) I've never played this game before. Give me some parameters. Just long form improv um, nonsense. Uh, Start the story however you want, and we are your puppets for it. Oh, God. Narrator. Narrator. (laughs) What? How about with uh, Once Upon a Time? <laughs> All right. <laughs> At a convenience store on the corner in a small town. <laughs> All right. There, Once Upon a Time was a convenience store, but it was on the corner. It's true. It was on the corner. and But this was no ordinary convenience store. This was... Uh, uh, a magic convenience store. This was a convenience store where you could go in and you could ask for anything that would be of convenience to your life, but only of convenience to your life. Now, the man who was running the convenience store and had run it for hundreds of years because he was actually a uh you know he was reincarnated over and over and over again he was kind of was he was i guess you'd say he was a ghost but nobody (laughs) was aware of that that he was a ghost but he was he was uh ready for retirement and he wanted to pass along this convenience store to just the right person who could manage this very special convenience store. Uh, Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'll take a pack of smokes. Uh, I'll grab a bottle of the the cheap whiskey on the over there. Um, I'll take these two candy bars. Smokes in candy bars and whiskey? Yes, convenience store, right? Well, (laughs) it's a little more than that. You see, this convenience store, you can get anything you want. Well, anything I want? Yeah. Well, I want a pack of smokes. I want a bottle of the cheap whiskey over there. And then I want a couple of candy bars. Uh, This appears to be more uh, linear thinking. Oh. Uh, you, You see, there's more to it than that. What would truly help your life? would help my life yes more than smokes more than sm- well i guess uh i guess the thing that would really help my life is uh t- to be able to to quit smoking oh see every every day i get up i i walk to the corner the nearest convenience store i can and what do i do i buy some cigarettes i buy the whiskey behind the counter i buy the candy bars and it's an endless cycle for me is this three different addictions you want to get over well, I mean, if we can deal with all three, that'd be really great, you know? Oh, okay. Well, um, I do have a couple of things. What? Well, once again, this is kind of linear because I got a nicotine patch. Oh, oh okay. Well, thank you. A chocolatine hey, patch. Hey, these are pretty good. Ooh. 
and, and a whiskatine patch. Ooh, wow, I look like a leopard now. This is kind of stylish. And, and all, all of this, just let it sink in for a couple weeks. For a couple weeks? And then you want me to come back? Well, yeah, I need the updates. I need to know that it's all working. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, uh, listen, mister. You're okay. That's the oh, point. our customer. Our customer that has more going on that actually meets the eye. He's he is addicted. He's a he's addicted to smoking. He's addicted to drinking. He's addicted to women. He's addicted. <laughs> he's just addicted. But there's a reason for that. There's an underlying reason that he is addicted to all these things. Some something horrible is going on in his life and and it's something he just can't face and 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 he he's hoping that maybe by quitting all these three things and that when he comes back he'll he'll have the answer from the convenience store man Hey, Mr. Convenience Store Man, I'll take a nicotine patch, I'll take a whiskatine patch, and a chocolatine patch, please. Oh, here back again. Yeah, yeah, you know. It I, worked? Uh, it's working, I think. I, listen, man. Oh, yeah, this is magic, so it should work pretty quickly. If you're not sure, then I don't know. You see, I, I think that there's more to it than just just these things that are, are causing me to want them, you know? You know what I like about you? It's the self-awareness. I just love that you know exactly what the problem is. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, most people don't kind of pick up on those things, but you know. Well, you knew a baseline of the problem. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on. Is this on, something deep? I, I think it is. There's something deep with you. <laughs> it's pretty deep. Oh, yeah. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Dig deep, deep deeper. Deep, dig deeper. Yeah. Well, how do I start that? Ooh, you could ask me. Okay. Well, you could wish anything to convenience. Okay, no, okay. No. Um, uh, well, let's see. What what would help me dig deeper? A, a shovel. Oh, okay. Once again, uh, we have those in stock. Right. Yeah, it's, it's linear. You're so linear. Okay. Well, what do you suggest? Well, I would suggest maybe a little man to go into your ear and climb into your brain. And start searching around, doing a little scrummaging. Of course, a little brain man. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Okay, listen, I would like a little tiny brain man to climb inside my ear and rattle around in there, you know, see if we can shake out the cobwebs, find out what it is that's bothering me. If you can do that, that would be great. I would love that right now. Thank you. I hope it's not too much intrusion, but I'm thinking oh. it might just be me that goes in. J just you? Well, you've already got to know me, so. Oh. I, I mean, we could, you know. Well, I mean, I was hoping for a third party, but now that you mention it, I guess it always is nice to have someone that you know and trust doing these kind of. You uh, never know what will be inside. That I don't. And and I have magic powers, so I think. You do. Well, yes, I'm going to turn myself small and go into your ear. How do you think I'm going to do that? <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I didn't think that you just, you know, had a special thing that did it for you. But no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're magic magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little something like this. Oh, oh, look at you. You're like little little Tom Thumb there. Little little Thumbelina in my hand. Uh, now, do I just like uh, just like tip you in or? Oh, yeah. Do a little tipsy and I'll climb in. Okay, okay, here, come on, little guy. In you go. Oh, oh you haven't cleaned oh. these out in a long time. <laughs> no, I've been too busy smoking, drinking, and eating chocolate and all that stuff, you know. Who has time for proper, you know, hygiene and uh, physical maintenance and all that stuff? Yeah. should have got myself some little goggles. <laughs> you want me to shrink those down for you, too? You can do it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to tell you. I didn't. I wanted you to feel special. Wait, you're magic and you just have been getting me to do all the work well yeah i went to a convenience store it wouldn't be convenient if i did it self-awareness <laughs> own personal magic uh-huh you are getting on my good side okay well here i'll shoot down some magic goggles for you Shoop. here you go toss it in there Whoop. all right i'm going in all right if you hear any uh -huh. clanking around it's just me doing the, the, the work Oh, it's really rattling around there, huh? Yeah, no damage what done. Are you, what are you doing in there? Oh, I, oh. I just have this big backpack on and it's just, you know, I'm trying to squeeze through. Okay, okay, well, good luck in there. Um, Maybe I'll just, uh, 
I'll just read some of these uh these dirty magazines you got behind the bar. Oh no, that it's not free. Well, Hello? Hello, who's there? Oh. Who is that? Hello? Oh. Who's there? Yes, I'm trying to get into the thoughts of, of, of this man that came into my store. Uh, do you know any deep secrets about him? Well, uh, yes, I do. I know that he doesn't clean his fingernails. And I know that um, he, I know that he only washes his hair uh, three times a month. And he, um, and he uh, doesn't, he, he, he's got four toes. Ooh, uh, personal hygiene is very disturbing to me on this uh, matter, but I don't know if this would truly affect his life. Maybe the four toes, actually, but he seemed to be walking fine. We need to dig deeper into it. Oh, well, then I, I'm afraid you've, you've crossed the, you're on the wrong path. I I take care of hygiene. You should you should go that way. You could turn left. Turn left. Are, are you sure that's gonna get me there? You should... Okay. Well, I can't promise anything at this point. But however, I I could say that I tried. However, you turn left. See what happens. You never know. If trying's going to give you the self-confidence you need, then I will take this journey to the left, and next time when I come back, you'll know that you said the right answer, and you'll be able to say this for years. Well, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hear the loud alarm bells, brazen bells. What a tale of terror now their turbulency tells in the startled ear of night how they scream out there of fright oh i Too think i'm on the right path horrified to speak they can only shriek shriek out of tune in a clamorous appealing to the mercy of the fire in a mad expulsion of the deaf and frantic fire although poetic these seem like some sick thoughts who are you I, I, I'm trying to get to the bottom of some deep thoughts. I work at the convenience store. You, the magic convenience store. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Then perhaps you can help me with my plight. For you see, many years ago, people thought that I had died, but no, I was but shrunk down by a magic man and placed inside his ear, where now I reside from year to year. And all I think about day after day is my plight, my damnation, everything that I have to say. Oh my God. Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, you've heard of me? Yes, of course. You've been reading my blogs? No, um, but you, you are quite famous. You're more than just blogs on the internet. I didn't know you were doing blogs. Well, I had to pass the time somehow. And, you know, one day he, he got very drunk and very smoked up and he, he shrunk down a computer and popped it inside. And any time I get Wi-Fi reception, I, I go on there to uh, bigdaddypo.biz and I type up my blog posts and I put them out there for all the people to read. With such sheltered experience at this point, I don't know what you're exactly blogging about. I blog my poems and my thoughts and my things that I want and I think about smokes and I think about thoughts. Okay, so similar things to your books, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about the ladies that I want to be with. Oh. And how they died. I guess it's been a lonely time. Have you ever lived in an ear for a hundred years or more? No, I've only in fact been in here for a couple of hours, but this isn't my first rodeo. Oh, well, time works differently in here. I'm starting to think uh, maybe um, the man himself that walked into my store got you into his ear, and now I'm a little bit concerned that he's tricked me oh. into permanently being here. I mean, it always is the dream of an author to make their way into the ear of a person, but not quite literally. Mr. Poe. Yes? I know that you've been here for quite some time. Mm, yes, uh, several years at least. Wait, wait, what year is it? Uh, well, it's, it's 2021. What? Yes. I've been in here that long? 
Yeah, I'm afraid it's been oh, quite some no. time. I hope my cat's okay. Oh, no. What? I don't know for sure, but I can. Oh, I no. have a hunch. Oh, my pepper plant. I, I'm thinking that you are leading to a lot of dark thoughts uh, towards uh, my friend that I've come in to save. You think he's been reading my blog and it's making him sad? Well, I think you're inserting your blog right into his brain. Of course. That's why I haven't been getting any comments or feedback. It's been going directly to his internet, not the internet. Oh, yeah, I'm sure all this would blow up if you could, you know, publicly it, post it. Yes, well, maybe the key is to get out of here, and then I can spread my message far and wide again. If they know that I'm not dead and that I am, in fact, still writing, they'll love me again. I, I'm sure that I can get you out of here. Really? Well, I'm a magic man myself, you know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to brag. Okay. Can you uh, can you make this card appear? The one in your hand? Yeah. There it is. I believe you. <laughs> You're a wizard. Oh, yeah. All right. Get me out of here. All right. Let's go. Hey, I think we should really check in on someone else, too. They told me to turn left, and now I'm wondering if they were trapped in here as well. Margaret? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Margaret, yes. we're over here. Hello, Mr. Poe. Oh, Margaret. Oh, I... Your poems are so, oh, they're so frightening. Ah, thank you. I should write thank something you. a little more cheery. Cheery? Oh, why don't you do something about flowers? You know, peonies are my favorite. Or, or something about chickens. I love chickens. And flowers and chickens. I don't understand why you wouldn't write about that. Why all this, this dark and dreary, miserable things, Mr. Poe? I don't understand it anyway. I, I, I think, are you, are you leaving us, Mr. Poe? Yes, Margaret, it's moving day. It's time for change in our lives. And I think change? that perhaps once we get outside, maybe, maybe the time is right for me to write about chickens and flowers like you wish. And we'd like you to come along with us, maybe. You could, we could what? leave this place. But I can't, I'm a sex slave. <laughs> oh my goodness. How did I not know this about you? Listen to this guy. I don't know how it happened. I was, you know, I don't know how it happened. All of a sudden, I, you know, I, you know, it's not like we've even had sex, but I, I seem to have ended up only in his mind. Wait a minute. And, and he's in his imagination, and so it's it's quite odd. Wait a minute. I, let I, let I, me see I, your iPad. Oh my goodness, she's connected to his Wi-Fi. No wonder he's all kinds of messed up. He only has two people working in here, and it's Edgar Allan Poe being all depressing, That's and you, right. Margaret, giving him sexual thoughts. Oh my goodness, Margaret, we have to get out of here. give him sexual thought. It's mostly, I, I think about flowers and, and the stamens and the, you know, the, the other things. And, and chickens, uh, AKA cockadoodles, those are sex organs. Oh, he must be quite the romantic. Of course, it all makes sense. Margaret, we have to get out of here. We have to start fresh in the real world and write a real blogs in the real world. I could get you both out of here. Well, let's get out of here. Come on, let's right, go. Wait, what about me? Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, there's another one. What's your job I now? Who are you? I forgot to tell you about Michael. Well... What is my job? I'm the, uh, I'm the, uh, I'm trapped in the elevator of the mind. <laughs> That's right. He'll never, he never bends down to pick anything up. Oh. No. If it falls below eye level, he doesn't see it. Wow. And, and he's trapped. Trapped there. This is where the claustrophobia comes in. Yes. Mm. Anyway. Well, I, I just thought if you guys are leaving, I just I just hang on to your coattails. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, you're more than welcome to come along, too. I mean, I'm really just trying to get everyone out of his brain. <laughs> all right, well, I mean, should I call up the rest of the gang and we can all there's just... more? Oh, yes, well, there's there's Marcus, and then there's Julie, and then there's Thomas down on 3rd Street, and then there's the Jeffersons and the, the Thompsons, and then there's... Full families! Yeah, we've been here for years. Oh. Hello. How are you doing? See, they're all here. All right, everyone, single file. Tie a rope to each other so oh, we can guide. You know I'm what? going to be first out of the brain. I'm going to be the first one out of the brain. All right, get all right, away. all right. Stop, get back. Get okay, okay. Back we're back, we're back. First. All right. First. You okay. lead, Margaret, you lead. No, you're the lifeboat. I'm just getting in. But I'm getting in first. It's less risky that way. If, you know, if only a couple can get through, you. this makes sense to me. Exactly. All right. All right. Is everyone here? We're all ready? Yes, we're ready. Now let us leave this place for the heart whose woes are legion. Tis a peaceful, soothing region for the spirit that walks in shadow. Tis, oh, tis an Eldorado. But the traveler traveling through it may not dare not openly view it. Don't you just hate it when people test their material on you? Well, you guys don't like this? <laughs> don't let me let me look through my notes. I might have something better. Um uh uh what I have one! I have one. <laughs> okay. Hi, there once was a man from Havana. Oh, this sounds who good. used to play the piano. <laughs> oh, his pants ripped, his fly unzipped, and out came his hairy banana. <laughs> oh my goodness, no wonder he has such sexual thoughts. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've got one here, I've got one. Uh, what's the deal with carriage food? Oh, uh, Edgar Allan uh, Poe, uh, you've been shown up today. <laughs> how many morticians does it take to take care of a village of dead it's, people? It's getting uh, sad, Mr. Uh, Poe. Uh, oh no, okay, let's get out of here quick. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going to jump, and once we all jump and the last person comes up, we'll all get big together. All right, like the movie. Exactly. Like, well, no, are you thinking of big? Yes. That's different. That's, oh, you haven't seen it, have you? Well, I'm connected to his Wi Fi and I can only see the movies he's watched, I guess. Oh, you just assumed based off the title. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've well, seen him see the, the VHS cover of it. Respectfully close. Okay. Close to. All right. Well, let's get out of here. We'll watch it when you get out. Let's get out of here. Uh... Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, my goodness, who are all these people? These are the people that you've trapped in your brain. That I trapped in my brain? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Folks, I am so sorry. I never meant to trap you in my brain when I shrunk you down and I put you inside my head. I thought, I thought that I was doing you a favor, but realize now that it was probably not a good thing to do. A favor? Yeah. What kind of favor you could you be possibly doing? Well, you see, I was a carriage driver for many years. And uh, anytime I would drive by, I say, hey, can I give you a ride? And they said, sure. I would go, boom, I'd shrink them down, pop them in my head. And then they never told me where they were going. So we just kept going. You've had all of these brilliant storytellers, poets and artists performing for an audience of one this uh -huh. entire time. Yeah. Being selfish. Well, no, they just never told me where they wanted to go. So I wasn't going to like drop them off without getting into their destination. I thought highly of you before I went into your ear. And honestly, I was thinking maybe I found someone to take this store. And I didn't want to speak too soon. And I'm glad I didn't. Because now I, I've got a little change of heart. Yeah, well, what if I just went and made your heart a little bit bigger? Oh, no, it's bursting out of my chest. Oh, no, sorry. I'll fix it. Stupid. I'll fix it. I'm so sorry. I'll fix it back. Ah, oh, oh, God. You know what? You're right. I'll, I'll leave. I'm sorry. Everyone, I'm sorry for causing you such pain and strife and having you ride around in my brain for the last hundred years or so. Listen, I, I'm going to go into exile now. I, I'll live alone in a, in a lighthouse on the coast, if that makes you feel better. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I've had a marvelous time in your brain. 
Really? And I'm very happy to be free now. I, I no longer am a sex slave. And not that I really was. But I hope that, that, that I, is. I hope that I can now be a sex slave, that I am free. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to get back in my elevator. Do you have an elevator? I mean, it kind of. It's like a, it's kind of like one of those ones that's for like truck deliveries. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'll take anything. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. I heard you're looking for someone to man the counter at this here convenience store. Oh, what was your job in the brain? Ah, I'm Larry the Rat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm not really a rat, but uh, I got rat-like features, so people call me that. Uh, and uh, what, what, what were you accomplishing in the brain? Well, you know, I would go in there. I'd tell them to do sneaky things and tell them not to do good things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say, hey, take those people. Don't free them, you know? So I'd go in there and do that. But uh, I see you're looking for a new kind of help, you know? So uh, why don't I help you out there? I, I don't think the sneaky guy is who I want to run my counter. No offense to you, sir. <laughs> That's discriminatory to sneaky guys. <laughs> Well, that's my cross to bear, I suppose. Well, that's that's your cross to bear with the labor board. <laughs> well, you go ahead and tell them then. Well, I'm not going to. I don't snitch. I'm sneaky, but I'm not a snitch. <laughs> that's that's the perfect thing for someone I want to fire. Oh, <laughs> OK. Well, shortest job I ever had, I guess. I'll just be leaving. Sorry, Mac. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. You don't want me. It's fine. It's cool. No, no, no. I'm thinking all of you have worked together for so long. What if all of you work together to run my store? That would be so convenient. Well, I, oh, my heavens. Well, I'd be honored. I can't imagine what, what I, well, what would I have to do? Well, Margaret, you could sell the chickens and flowers and erotica, and then I could sell the poems. Yeah, and I could sell the, uh, the little sneaky treaties that you get on the way out, you know? And uh, the elevator guy could uh, sell elevator rides. and uh... sell buttons. Elevator buttons. Elevator buttons. Yeah, and in charge of, you know, the deliveries. Yeah, I'm sure someone the needs deliveries. Yeah, thanks. thanks. I, we got a whole town of people who can take care of everything, all your needs in one place. Oh, this is perfect. This uh, is just... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, this is just the kind of vacation I've always wanted. Wow. It's nice to see that you all have finally come together, that you've left my head. And <sighs> I guess I'll just keep going like I said I was going to, to that Hold lighthouse. Hold your horses now. What? Your thoughts, you're going to be clear-minded now. Who knows what you do? Maybe the, maybe the sneaky guy was making you do all of these things. Because what this store is going to be missing when I'm gone is a magic man. That's right. And you can't have a convenience store without a little magic. Oh, don't make me small. Oh, so, I'm so sorry, sir. I just meant to point at you. I didn't. Oh, jeez, man. I, you know, it's. I'm just. I'm still getting used to it without having all these thoughts in my head. So, all right, I'll. I'll, I'll make you big again. Oh, thank okay. you. All right. Yeah. You know what? It's a deal. We'll take care of this store, and we'll make it the best dang magic convenience store in the whole wide world. Group hug, everyone. Well. The uh, the old convenience store man got to leave his convenience store and to somebody that he he liked a lot and and could manage the the store for him. So all things worked out unbelievably, uh, sensibly. Uh, to a point. So uh, to all of you out there. <laughs> Listening. Put a little put a little convenience in your life. The end. Spooked. <laughs> oh, oh my god. It truly does take a village to run a convenience store. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> Robin, that was fantastic. Have you ever been that scared in your life yeah, as spooky. spooky as that story got? Mm -hmm. Well, 
uh, as as an improviser. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you're improvising, your brain just goes mm-hmm. like it just yep. goes into the front <laughs> like a knot. Mm-hmm. That's what was going on in my brain, in my little brain. I wish I had a little improviser in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I had that magic. You guys are fantastic. Oh, oh. my God, you're so good. <laughs> Excellent. Justification. I can't believe it. Reference. You you work clean as opposed to me, who, you know. <laughs> You know, I mean, I go, I go there. I don't start there, but I go there. You know, you guys are fantastic. Damien gets to keep his degree. Oh, thank goodness. Oh my God. Yes. And you can teach for me. (laughs) I feel like that's probably the most terrifying thing right now I could Uh, do. (laughs) Just coming in blind. All right, kids. Today we're we're doing improv pushups. God. Oh. No, really, you guys are so smart and good. Oh. Wow, nice well, work. Thank you, Robin. That is so I appreciate that so much. Oh, well, come on. It was really good. I just loved how you could figure all that out because I couldn't. <laughs> really smart. Really smart. Thank you so much for uh, coming on today. Uh, mm-hmm. Where can everyone follow you? Is there anywhere, social media or anything oh. that... Don't follow me after that, please. (laughs) Please don't follow me. Where can you follow me? I'm on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I'm on, uh, I'm on Twitter. I have a website. I, I am Robin Duke. I'm not, you know, I got to get on all of that. Yeah. I've got to get on all of that. I have an Etsy site. Really? What do you, (laughs) what do you have on your Etsy site? Well, I have little trinkets, you know, I sell wares. I sell my wares uh, <laughs> and uh, I like to treasure hunt. So it's called treasure mm-hmm. nest finds. I don't know, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, good Lord. <laughs> well, we'll be, we'll be tweeting all that out and you can find all that at the sonarnetwork.com with a full profile on Robin. Exactly. Oh, thank, you. thank you, you guys, really, thank you so much. Thank, well, thank you for me for <laughs> lifting me up. Thank you so much for coming on. Spooked, spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.